Please allow me to introduce myself. I'm a man of wealth and taste. Pleased to meet you! Hope you guessed my name! Hello, and welcome to the next episode of Matt and Todd Go to the Movies. The podcast where Matt and Todd go see a movie at our local Regal Cinema, and then we talk about it in the parking lot in Massachusetts Terra. Upload it, hopefully you download it into your brain, and then everything's good. I am Todd Domer. And I'm Matt Malloy. And here we are uh, after watching a fine movie at our Regal Cinema Theater. <laughs> and uh, we're going to share some, some thoughts with you about that film. Um, this film is called Cruella. It is actually, I, we, I think we learned that it's a prequel to 101 Dalmatians. Well, your, well yeah. Your favorite animated film that's not my favorite animated film. well i'm saying it could be some of our listeners favorite animated film. oh oh yeah okay i thought you were saying that to me sorry yes. a favorite we'll yes. say we'll say that i'm gonna use prequel in parentheses okay when i say prequel gotcha wow i i think we can at least agree that what happens in this movie happens before the events of Absolutely, one of the Dalmatians. Yes. So. Don't get me wrong. It's intended to be a prequel. Yeah. But I'm going to use quotation marks. Okay. Fair enough. So uh, the, you you got two main main star people in this movie. Uh, one of them is Emma Stone, who plays Cruella. Mm-hmm. And one of them is Emma Thompson, who plays the Baroness. Yeah. Character, no, no relation, no relation yeah. between the Emmas. Right, they're not related, even though they share a first name. Yeah. Um, and that was that was the extent of my knowledge of anyone who's in this movie. Todd, do you have anyone else? I do. There's only one other person who's the butler, and that's Mark Strong. Okay. He's been in a lot of movies. Gotcha. Not the most famous guy, but he's right been in a lot. And I, I feel like he does a decent job in this movie, playing a butler. Yes. Um, it was clear he was a butler. <laughs> yes. Yes, it was. So, what's this movie actually about? Well, it's about the life story of Cruella, uh, Cruella DeVille, and how she was orphaned at a young age, and then... Uh, Whose real name is Estella. Estella, yeah. right. Uh, orphaned at a young age and then lives life on the streets and meets her henchmen Jasper and Horace. Yes. Is that the name? Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, who I believe are also henchmen in 101 Dalmatians. You'd be correct. Yeah. So there's some there's some characters that you get to meet before before that other movie. Um, this is live action. I'll, I'll just put that out there. This isn't an animated film. Although I guess there is a live-action version of 101 Dalmatians as well. Yes. Uh, so, but basically you go through you go through the life of Corella. She grows up. Uh, the whole time she wants to be a fashion designer. And um, she wants to work uh, for the Baroness and ends up doing that. The Baroness is the most famous... Uh, fashion designer Mm -hmm. and uh, then she sort of embraces her her Cruella persona I'll say and starts to try and 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 rock the boat a little bit and um, make her own fashion designs outside of 
working secretly outside of working for the Baroness. So, and then, you know, you kind of, you kind of learn some things as you go along that I won't reveal. And, uh, things, things take their turn and, and, uh, the end of the movie, you find out, um, you find out a lot of secrets, Mm. I guess. And, um, people who deserve it get their comeuppance and, uh, people who, uh, don't deserve it, I guess, ride off happily into the sunset. <laughs> yeah. People who don't deserve it get rich. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, that's true. <laughs> Much like real life. Also true. Um, so yeah, I, I don't know. There's some Dalmatians in this movie too. Mm-hmm. They don't play a super major role. Eh, there's some things, but. That's sort of the plot as far as you can go without us spoiling things for you, I think. Yeah. No, I think you did a good job. All right. Thank you. You're welcome. Well, how do you feel about this movie? Well, I am not a fan of this movie. Um, But there are definitely things that I will highlight under the good category. I think there's great acting in this movie. I think Emma Stone basically took control and commanded this movie with her performance. Like, and I think it's a very good performance, like a very good performance of playing this person who I, I think they don't ever say it, but I'm like, this movie led me to believe that she just had multiple personality disorder Mm. and, um, her transition from, Estella to Cruella, I think she knocks out of the part. Same thing with Emma Thompson. I think she was fine. I think she was good. Mark Strong was good. I mean, I think everyone in this movie was good. Oh, the Horace is the guy from Richard Jewell. Oh, okay. We've reviewed that movie. Oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Um, Horace so I think, played Richard Jewell. Yes. So, I think the acting's good. The cinematography is pretty good in this movie. It's like an interesting kind of show of 1970s London. Mm-hmm. Um, all that kind of stuff. Um, so my, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to toe the line with this one because my biggest frustrations with this, with this movie are like how it absolutely does not fit in with 101 Dalmatians. And like... I tried, I tried, because I knew some stuff going into the movie, so I tried really hard to not let that bother me and just Mm kind of cast that aside. But honestly, it was so atrocious in that area that I could not. Like, um, because I think if you're going to do a prequel, it's got to be tight and good. It's got to fit, like, you're basically taking a puzzle that's already completed and it's got some missing parts to it. If you throw in parts that aren't even part of that puzzle, then it's going to look dumb. You got to fit the right parts. And I don't think they even really tried. Like, they threw in different things to just make you go, oh, that's funny, there's Dalmatians in this movie. Or, oh, like, this is how she met Horace and Jasper and stuff like that. But it's like, as far as, like, the overarching, you know, if you're supposed to watch this movie and then go into 101 Dalmatians, whether it's the animated version or the other real-life version with Glenn Close and Jeff Daniels and stuff, it doesn't... 
it doesn't fit. Like, it doesn't fit at all. And that's what bothers me. Like, this movie could have been, like, the best movie I've ever seen. And it would still distract me in that area. Because that's what you're trying to do. That was the goal of the movie. How do you get... How do you create Cruella DeVille? Like, from the Cruella we meet in 101 Dalmatians, who is perfectly fine with murdering 99 Dalmatian puppies to make a dress. Like, that's her whole character in that movie and she treats Horace and Jasper absolutely horrible they're obviously just her henchmen in this movie they're her family and like stuff like that and like you see an aspect of her like treating them poorly towards the end when she embraces Cruella but then they kind of like try to smooth it over and things are gonna you know supposed to be okay from there it just doesn't it you, you can't make the leap from this movie to 100 on donations and that's my biggest problem with it if you're gonna do a prequel it needs to fit you're just doing a prequel and in general i think i've either i've definitely talked to you about this or i've said it on the podcast that i absolutely hate this new genre of movies of oh how did the villain get to this point oh they have a sympathetic backstory and their life was so hard and now we understand oh that justifies her wanting to kill 99 puppies because she had a hard life and stuff like that and it's all trash i hate it like <laughs> it's not good like we can't we can't have villains just be villains nowadays like there has to be something going on with them like and, and the avengers is the prime example with thanos where they you know they kind of tried to make him a sympathetic villain of what his cause were or whatever and they do the same thing in these kind of movies same thing with maleficent same thing with cruella and it's just tiring at this point. I'm done with it. Like, because you're trying to shoehorn this character into a box that they obviously don't fit in. Because of who, how we were introduced to them in the first place. So, plenty of good things on a movie aspect with this movie. Cinematography, acting, the script is fine. Like, you know, everyone delivers the lines well. So, you know, I'm going to highlight those parts too. But as far as everything else of like fitting into the Dalmatian lore of of the original movie or the live action movie or whatever like it it didn't fit with me and that's gonna drive me nuts for a while it's just gonna frustrate me I could have created a better movie so Disney why don't you contact me and I'll even share my better movie right now is that this movie should have been split into two parts a la The Godfather part two where we see this Cruella coming up and stuff like that, but then we flash cut to Glenn Close Cruella, who's in jail or whatever, and it's like her life then, and it's like the sandwiched between how she started and how she's ending. Yeah. And that would have been a fascinating movie, but Disney doesn't care about that. Hollywood doesn't care about that. They don't want fascinating good movies. They want cheap movies with dumb jokes, and you just throw in stuff, and you throw in references to something else just to make people go, oh, they said it, oh, there's Dalmatians in this movie, so that's it, I'm spent, Okay, that's where I feel, Matt, um, yeah, so, so I agree, the acting was, was good, the Emmas did a good job, yes, and agree with Emma Stone really carrying her role in this movie and and doing a great job yes um but i agree with you that you've gotta you've gotta match up and if i could i'd like to present a movie that did this well okay and that movie is called rogue one okay rogue one 
if you don't know, if you're not a Star Wars fan, the original Star Wars movie is called Star Wars Episode Four: A New Hope. Not originally called that, of course, but, you know, they take sure, it yeah, on yeah, later. Yeah. Um, Rogue One takes place exactly leading up to the very moments at the end of, or at the beginning of A New Hope. Yes. Um, and to me, it's one of the best Star Wars movies as far as touching all the points that you need to touch because you know where you're going and fitting into the Star Wars universe very well for what has to come next, which is a whole movie that's already been made 30 years ago or whatever. Yes. And uh, they did a good job. So here is an example of a movie, the one we just watched, which did not do that very well. As you mentioned, Todd. So, uh, I mean, I think we would have liked the movie a ton more if it wasn't Cruella, that wasn't attached to a, like Dalmatian stuff like that. Just as a movie, we would have been like, right? We probably would have been like, oh, well, this is just the Devil Wears Prada again. But <laughs> you know, at least we could take it as it is and it probably get a higher rating from us. Like, it's almost the fact that they tried to make this connect to something else is is its downfall to me. Yes, and. Another downfall for me personally was this movie dragged on and on. Yes. Um, I think the movie was actually about two hours. Uh, we'd have to look up the running time, but um, it felt like like a three-hour movie to yeah. me. It just kept going on and on. We have all this stuff about Cruella as a kid, and then Cruella's growing up, and then she takes a side job, and then she gets her real job, and yeah. then she moves out on her own. It's Cruella like, eats an apple. Yeah. Happened several times in this movie. <laughs> yes. She did enjoy several apples. Um, so, yeah, I, I I like the acting. I didn't love the story, but it wasn't terrible. But there was too much story. Um this could have been a nice 90 minute film a little tighter and not about dalmatians and yeah. yeah you you got something there um but as it stands it's feels pretty mediocre to me and um and the other thing that i'll say about this is this is not a kid's movie no really no, no, no. this is this is a movie that has murder it has drinking it has um, intoxication yeah it has you know some some violent fights yes it has a plane flying over <laughs> uh, and uh, yeah so if you're thinking oh 101 Dalmatians kids movie I'll take my kids to this no don't do that yeah absolutely don't not. do that it's it's for it's for an older audience so yeah. Which I think... I mean, I think it's PG-13, but I wouldn't even take a 13-year-old to see this movie, I don't think. Yeah. In Todd's book, it's PG-15. Yes. I so. agree. Um, so, yeah. So, I'm going to say, you know, if you liked 101 Dalmatians, I don't know if you watched this or not. If you're a real, I know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if you're a real fan and you are going to be okay with them deviating a little bit from the plot, but yet having elements, then okay, watch it. Because um, there are elements. You get to meet a lot of the characters who are in 101 Dalmatians, kind of before they... Sure. Before they or were. Or characters that were created for this movie that are not in 
and you're like, well, where'd those people go? <laughs> right, right. Um, but yeah, I, I, I say this is a definitely a skippable movie. I would wait until it comes out on a streaming service to watch it. If you're gonna yeah. watch it, so that's yes. where I that's where I end up. Fair, very fair. Um, all right, how many? Um, how many dog heists hmm. would you give this movie? There's a dog heist in this, and guess what the dog is? Dalmatian. <laughs> <laughs> There, there is a dog heist. Obviously, five being the best because you get the most dogs brought to you and stolen. That's Zero right. being probably the best for the dog owners who have, right. don't have their dogs stolen. But where does that leave you? There's trade-offs. Yeah. There's trade-offs in even this rating system. <laughs> well, uh, we're going to say five dog heist is the best score you could get. Yes. Um, this movie will not get five dog heists from me. No. It will get... I'm going to go with two dog heists. Okay. Nice round number there. Uh, this is a below average film in my book. Average being 2.5 dog heists. But sure. I'm giving it a two and mainly based on Emma Stone's acting ability in this movie. Um, yeah. So that's where I end up. You can um, skip it. Yeah. 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 I... I I'm not too far off from you. Um, I'm gonna. I'm at a 1.5, and okay. I think 1.4 of that is just off of Emma Stone's performance. In this okay, movie. like she really did carry this movie on her back, right? In a way that Dave Bautista never could. Could not. Yeah. I mean, the best parts of this movie to me are when she's just chewing the scenery, yeah. like and delivering an over-the-top performance. Right. Um, yeah, and honestly, now that I'm thinking, Matt. Something, a connection that I don't think I ever made. And maybe I'm wrong, but I think Emma Thompson played Anita Darling in the live action. Really? Okay. I could be wrong. I'm going to look I've it up I've never seen after. the live action. Oh, so that's good. I liked it. <laughs> okay. Um, I, I, I'm very familiar with the cartoon because my daughter went through a Dalmatian phase where we watched it almost every week. Right. So it's, it, we haven't watched it in a while, but it's still pretty fresh in there. Okay. Um, yeah, so I'm at a 1.5. Okay. Emma Stone. Like, I, I guess the caveat that I'm going to create for you watching this movie is that if you really want to see someone carry a movie with their acting and you love Emma Stone, this is your movie. Yeah. If you love the 101 Dalmatians, then I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. You got to make that decision for yourself. Mixed feelings. Yeah. We've given you the information you need Yeah. to make that decision. All right. Well, that's gonna that's gonna wrap things up for this episode of Matt and Todd Go to the Movies with an average rating for Cruella of a one point seven five dog heists out of five. So that's uh, fairly below average, but there are a few different people who might enjoy this film. Sure. So if you can get over the fact that she chooses Cruella because one time her mom said, oh, don't be, you're Estella, don't be Cruella. Mm-hmm. And that was the birth of where the name came from. Yeah. <laughs> so. Sometimes these things happen. I sometimes so. they stick. Mm. Um, but anyway, you know, thanks for listening to our podcast. Please continue to do that. We'll mm-hmm. continue to make them. 
and um, yeah, keep on doing it. Thanks. Da 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 da